0: I'm Michael Barbeau from Pentacle Entertainment Group, and you're listening to Morris's unofficial tabletop RPG talk.
1: I've exterminated things you people wouldn't believe. Attack ships on fire off the shoulder of Orion because I exterminated them. I watched sea beams glitter in the dark near the Tannhauser Gate. Right before I exterminated them. All those moments will be lost in time, like tears that have been exterminated. Time to die. I don't know why he saved my life. Maybe, in those last moments, he loved life more than... Exterminate! EXTERMINATE! (laughs) EXTERMINATE!
0: tabletop
1: around playing news. We aim to muse and we aim to enthuse Morris's unofficial tabletop RPG talk. Hello, 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 and welcome to Morris's unofficial tabletop RPG Talk. I am Russ, aka Morris or Morris a.k.a. Russ, and with me this week is...
2: Peace Coffee from the Southampton Guild of Royal Players. Russ says it is a delight to be here.
1: Should we do some RPG news? What do you reckon?
2: I, I, I don't know. I mean, surely, according to schedule, we've got, like... The show renewal just says we have at least another ten minutes of fanning about.
1: Hmm. Oh,
2: well, go on, then. Go on, then. Uh, Let's be efficient.
1: Well, uh, should we shall we, shall we get the flame bait out of the way first?
2: Oh, what, you mean the uh, TSR comedy half-hour?
1: The ongoing saga, the story that will never end.
0: The TSR News
1: Update. I thought it was over last week,
2: pretty much, but it's not. Uh, I mean, technically speaking, the TSR saga is now over.
0: Um,
1: Maybe, maybe. Who uh, knows? Uh, they might change their mind. Who knows? We'll see, we'll see. <laughs> anyway. Well...
2: I mean... Uh, oh, 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 oh. So
1: should we find out what, what TSR
2: did this week? Oh, go on. Uh, we, we, we must look and see whilst they're trying to, I don't know, fight a pillar somewhere. Yeah. So oh, i, I, I should... someone so drunk they're trying to fight a wall? That's the <laughs> same vibes <laughs> yeah, I've got yeah. from this thing here. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Is there one of those things that... No, it's so stupid that you just think it can't possibly get any more stupid, and then suddenly it does... You've got to admire the commitment to the bit. Yeah, it's like, yeah. You
2: know, th- like they said. Let- let's be awful.
1: Let's double down. let this thing it has got to be an actual Monty Python sketch or something, hasn't it? It's got to be performative art at this point. I'm pretty
2: sure you can't be in real. It cannot today. be real, Peter. It's impossible. <laughs> oh come! <laughs> Enough!
1: <laughs> t- 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 actual human beings cannot be doing this. Well. <laughs> real grown-ups can't. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, I think I think you've identified the problem there,
1: you? Right, okay. Yeah. I can't really remember where it left off last week actually, where the cut-off point was in the saga of events. Was it, did we bring up Michael last week or was that before last yes, yes, week Friday? We
2: we just started Michael Watch where we are hoping anyone who's seen Michael, the publicity guy for TSR, if you've seen or spoken to Michael, we, we would really like to speak to Michael, make sure that well, that Michael's doing okay and that they're safe. <laughs> so
0: they're, there was a, they're, they're
2: getting enough to eat and being looked after because so it sounds been, like they've been through <laughs> a very traumatic time. There
1: have, there have been a couple of Michael-related updates. Really? Okay. So Tell me more. The, the first Michael-related update is, of course, that Michael has not said anything since that announcement that he was the new um, TSR publicity officer but all
2: clearly doing an excellent job of maintaining a dignified <laughs> silence, which would have been a super good idea about a month ago. But anyway.
1: Secondly, people who started asking after Michael started getting blocked on Twitter by TSL3. Oh, dear.
2: <laughs> that seems most churlish.
1: I, I I did ask myself if I didn't get blocked myself, but I know some people that did.
2: Uh, I mean, it's like, yeah, we, we're just concerned for him. I mean, it seems like... Yeah. He, might be a bit of a hostile. Oh, well, I say him. I just don't know. Concerned for them. It might also, be a hostile work environment. We just don't know. Michael like reach ha- out
1: and help them. <laughs> Michael's tweets have now been deleted. They've vanished oh. completely.
2: Not a good sign. Sounds Not like a maybe Michael's been good the old T for way.
1: <laughs> and finally, Michael now has his own Twitter account. Really? Mm. Good to know. Well. I say his own Twitter account, of course Michael never existed, but (laughs) Maybe he did, maybe he did, we don't know but it's a character which we talked about at length.
2: Like uh, the absolute honesty of the people saying If you there exist, please are. contact us. <laughs> we would love to hear from you.
1: Come There's It'd be awesome. <laughs> was supposed to be in a parody Twitter account for Michael set up, and sort of saying like, "Oh, only guy gets locked lock me in the basement. Please send food." And, um, you know, and it, 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 is, it is pretty funny. Pro- I don't know who made that account, but props to whoever it was because it's hilarious.
2: Feeder. Michael, oh, no, he's locked in the basement.
0: Anyway. <laughs> anyway. So, you know, anyway. you know, you know,
1: like, uh, TSR3 was like doubling down on the fact that they were the original TSR. Uh, unbelievable.
2: A literally yeah. incredible claim. As yeah. in, it, you cannot credit it. You cannot believe it because
1: it's. They stop. said, they said that they created <laughs> the industry. <laughs> stop, 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 please. You'll you kill me with laughter if you carry on. <laughs> and when they got banned from Gen Con, they said they made a tweet about having been banned from a Gen Con that they created. <laughs> <laughs> yes, apparently. Apparently, um, Gen Con was created by uh, Stephen Dinehart, Justin Lanassa, and Ernie Gygax, allegedly. At uh, least that's their claim. I,
2: I, I, I haven't laughed this hard since I saw that Mexican guy ripping the mech out of Donald Trump by saying, look, mate, you go from planes, and here's a little thing we call a ladder. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I would like to point out that Gen was actually created in 1968, Ooh. six years before TSR-1 ever existed.
2: What can I say? It clearly you have the powers of time travel on that. <laughs> and you should be careful lest they go back in time and remove you from the timeline. Because <laughs>
0: yeah, well. that would
2: make for a very strange podcast, Mr. <laughs> yeah.
1: So Um, anyway, anyway, then then, it was sort of after that, that they started deleting stuff like Michael's tweets and things like that. Oh dear. Poor Poor Michael. I mean, I think it was, do you think like Michael's tweets never existed? Or the time variance authorities come in? I mean, it's the only logical explanation. And done a reset on the timeline or something. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. He's been, he's been deleted out of history.
2: That's a I hmm. mean, and you you're making some assumptions. I mean, the was it Star Trek Discovery main character's called Michael. There, I don't think it's the same
1: Michael. I, don't really like I mean, I Michael.
2: I, 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 I think it's unlikely and,
1: that this is Michael Burnham from Star Trek Discovery.
2: I think they possess. I think you'll find an equal likelihood of existence. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, I mean,
2: but 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 it's it's just another fictional character which isn't ju- which is just not as good. Anyway,
1: <laughs> <laughs> so um, Stephen Dinehart, one of the three, yeah. uh, one of the one of the uh, three time variants, Authority lizards, um, yes. uh, tweeted.
2: I think we have to call him by his full title now. Uh, Stephen at the Time a Dinehart, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> tweeted to uh, Wizards of the Coast and Hasbro.
2: Ooh, I bet he had them
1: shaking in their boots. <laughs> um, yes, well, he announced that he was at uh, Twitter breaking up with them. Because of politics. (laughs) And then he proceeded to block both Wizards of the Coast and Hasbro on Twitter.
0: Oh, God.
1: I can see you're enjoying
0: this. I did,
1: I did actually hear a rumour that Hasbro immediately called it an emergency executive shareholder meeting. Um, uh, and uh, uh, they've now since cancelled Monopoly and G.I. Joe in response to this, uh, this tweet. Peter literally, as you can't see this, Peter literally cannot talk. <laughs> <enough>. <laughs> He's just sitting there and vibrating slightly. <laughs> oh, Are you alright, Peter? Do you need me to call help? Okay, I just...
2: I just need a second to catch my breath. <laughs> oh yeah, well, uh, I mean, uh, what to um, I mean, I'm asking this. I'm pretty, I'm fairly sure I know what was Hasbro and TSR. What was Hasbro and Wizards of the Coast response to
1: this? What do you think Hasbro and TSR's response to this
2: was? Was it? Was it absolutely nothing? Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I am sure that the Hasbro corporate account was definitely following Stephen Dinehart on Twitter. <laughs> I'm sure. And uh, is now suffering from the fact that he's blocked them.
2: I mean, we've got...
1: I mean, there's just so many golden
2: tweets out there that they're missing is, is this <laughs>
1: Anyway, so, um, GSL3 <laughs> continues having conversations with people online, as as, as it does, and it talks is to it, Sandy Peterson. Have they ever had Peterson. a conversation?
2: Have they had a conversation, though? Or is it just like, somebody says, would you mind being less awful to people, and they say, no, nah, you?
1: <laughs> well, they talked that, to Sandy... has gone so far. No. They talked to Sandy Peterson at one point. Sandy Peterson, obviously, most famously yeah. being the writer Writes of the, the four-word for um, Awfully yeah. Cheerful Engine, and yeah. also he did some, some other some things d- like d- created Call of Cthulhu mm. and stuff. But mm. most famous, he's for the word.
2: Yeah, this is where he's big, likely. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: so, <laughs> yeah, that's where he's known from. <laughs> oh, apologies, Sandy <laughs> <laughs> yes. um, uh he, They said to Sandy Peterson, um, uh no, we are not TSR in any way. We are a new entity. So finally, after all of this acrimony, they finally admitted to someone on Twitter that they were not, in fact, TSR.
2: Well, we, uh, I might call this a lucid moment, but okay, <laughs>
1: it was a little bit bizarre. Anyway, so finally, finally, uh, it took it took a while to be fair, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then in the days following, yes. TSR three deleted its entire Twitter account.
2: Yes. Well, I'm pretty sure we missed out something important. Didn't, oh, didn't TSR2 did we... TSR just be like, no? We can't oh do yeah, it. so
1: TSR2 yeah. rebranded TSR two,
2: to the blameless TSR, yeah, which yeah, has yeah. done nothing except make a yeah. uh, top secret a yeah. spy game, yeah. which yeah. I encourage people to check out. It seems they seem they don't seem like awful people. So
1: TSR2 like, t- TSR have rebranded themselves to Solarian Games. Solarian Games, yeah. yeah. So that's what they're, they're still using the yeah. same Twitter handle and the same website address at the moment, but right, right. their logo and brand They're, mo- they're
2: moving away.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. they're moving away from... And uh, as someone asked them on Twitter whether they'd want the TSR brand name back, they just said, no, it's got poop on it now.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so TSR3 deletes its Twitter account. Hmm. And everyone's like, oh, okay. That was unexpected. Welcome. Then <laughs> it read, then it reads. Sort of welcome on to be sure. <laughs> uh, then it his <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And um, so all mentions of Star Frontiers are scrubbed quietly from the website.
2: Star Frontiers, if I recall correctly, where they managed to get the trademark for it, mm-hmm. but had no control over the branding and the fact that this is, as I recall, a product that exists and is currently being sold by Wizards of the Coast. Yes,
1: that, that's yeah. our front Yeah. Okay. One, one suspects that perhaps they did hear from Wizards of the Coast. <laughs> 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 I don't know, but uh, those those mentions have been quietly removed. The tweets were deleted earlier, and then it was removed from the website. So, and the Facebook posts were removed. So.
2: Like, I mean, it's fairly well known that Wizards of the Coast has a reputation. Whether well deserved or not well deserved, I can't really say. I can only say I've never had a cease and desist letter from them, but it has been known that they do tend to go in heavy. I think we covered, uh, I want to say Flintlock, but that's almost certainly not his name, but the RPG IP lawyer, Frylock, who, Frylock, that's right, Frylock, the uh, IP lawyer, who's like, well, come sue me then, um, about the RPG stat blocks. And he felt that they didn't really have a leg to stand on, but, it has been known for them to send out the old cease and desist letter. Do we think maybe that might have happened? Uh, possibly.
1: I Ma- not, we, we can't. Would say. not be surprised. I don't know. No, no we don't know. But, yeah. uh, but anyway, but something's, something's changed. Anyway, <sighs> uh. so yeah, so Star Frontiers has been removed. All mentions of Star Frontiers have been removed, and mm-hmm. the website has now been rebranded. Mm-hmm. Wonderfield. Wonderfield. Well. There's a slight problem. They kind of misspelled their own name on the website in the big logo on the front of their website in great big letters. Because really pop- spell Wonderfield um, one L. So <laughs> <Wonderfiled>. <laughs> They've reg- registered a company called Wonderfield Two Ls Incorporated yeah. right. in in Wisconsin, I believe. Yeah. Um, uh, all over the website now. At the bottom, it's like copyright 2021 Wonderfield Incorporated. But okay. the big logo in the big center of the web, the yeah. new website has misspelled it and it says Wonderfiled. 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 I mean it's that
2: it that is a choice.
1: I gonna I going to have a look and see if it still is or whether they have changed it yet. Let's have a look. Yeah. Uh so it's they're still using tsr.games as their address. The so the, the uh URL is the same tsr.games. Yeah, it still says Wonderfiled.
2: <laughs> Wonderfiled Inc. Yeah. So clearly, Wanda had some ink, and then she filed it. So, yeah, <laughs> I suppose own. so. Yeah,
1: yeah, um, yeah. So uh, that is apparently also underneath. It says "Make Believe Happen." That sounds familiar. Yeah, I think um, some sort of Nike or somebody or some some companies have used that as a as a slogan before. I, no. I, I, I'm not really sure. Fair but, what, but Wonderfield but- apparently is Oreos. You know the biscuits. <laughs> It's um, <laughs> apparently, I don't, I don't really know. It's um, oh, just oh, think I've why seen people news? say online, which may or do may do
2: not be not true. you Google or like .go or something? I mean, do you think they're just doing their entire search engine optimization based around Bing or something? Who knows? Is that what's going on. Who, Who knows? knows? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Well,
1: they know, but we don't
2: know. Right. No.
1: So now, there were no companies called TSR. So TSR one, one to two is to zero. Yeah, yeah. so TSR one is defunct. Yes. TSR two is now called Solarian Games and doesn't want the TSR brand anymore because it's got poop all over it. And TSR well, three is, best, is now called Wonderbuild no. or Wonderfiled, no. depending who you believe. I'm going to go with Wonderfiled
2: for <laughs> um, obvious reasons because that is the logo that they have chosen to adopt. <laughs> and who am I to tell these people what they are going to call themselves? Yeah, if they okay. to call themselves Wonderfiled, they can be Wonderfiled. Yeah.
1: So yeah, that brings us up to date. It seems TSR no longer exists. Whether that means that's the end of the saga or not, we don't know. I kind of hope it is, but every time I have thought it was, it turned out not to be. So we'll see.
0: Hello, your editor Daryl here with breaking news. So you may be wondering why I put in the effort to make a little audio sting specifically for this story when it appears to have ended. Well, like the zombie you forgot to double tap... TSR Games has once again returned, following a series of tweets and a press release. Stephen Dinehart, previous chief creative officer for TSR Games and owner of Wonderfield Inc., stated on Twitter that he is stepping down from the role at TSR. Shortly afterward, a press release came out from TSR LLC stating that the company has quote, replaced the individual that was serving both as social media manager and information technology manager for TSR and the Dungeon Hobby Museum, unquote. The press release further states that all posts on social media for TSR, the Dungeon Hobby Shop Museum, and the personal accounts of Justin Lanasa and Ernie Gygax should be considered Invalid. The press release ends with a quote from Ernie Gygax. Quote, I wish to speak directly to the transgender community regarding this incident. The individual who was speaking to you on Twitter does not represent me or TSR in any way. Trans people are always welcome to play with us. Everyone is welcome at our table. Unquote. The press release was signed as Michael K. Hovermail, Public Relations Officer, TSR. As a reporter who has been covering this story for a month, there are still a lot of questions to be answered, including who Michael K. Hovermail is, if they are the same quote-unquote Michael, and are in fact a real person. How This explains other interactions reported with Lanasa, Gygax, and Jim Ward over the past several weeks outside of social media, and whether or not this press release is actually legitimate right now i don't have enough information to comment with any degree of certainty on any of these questions so it looks like we're gonna have at least one more week of tsr shenanigans here on morris's unofficial tabletop rpg talk
2: i I mean it's certainly comedy watching these people just be complete trash goblins in public but i you know i'd really like i'd really like to concentrate on some actual rpgs done by actual creative types who have Something of interest to say. Mm, okay. Uh, call me old-fashioned. Um, but I know we are coming up into the long summer drought.
1: Yeah, well, we got some... Should we, off. should we talk about some convention news? Oh, yes, we should. So, UK Games Expo and Gen yeah. Con have both yeah. announced their COVID um, precautions for their respective conventions, both of which are going ahead in person. Okay.
2: Um, tell me about Gen Con.
1: All right, we'll start with Gen Con. So, yes. Gen Con's update says... Right. Yeah. If you want to attend without a mask, uh-huh. you can, but you uh-huh. have to have a vaccination card uh-huh. or medical documentation stating an exemption. When you, che- uh-huh. when you check in at Jenko and you'll get a wristband,
0: uh-huh. if you
1: haven't got a mask, uh-huh. which you can show to say that you don't have to wear a mask, and you uh-huh. won't be allowed into like events or the ex- exhibition hall or anything if you don't have either a mask or a wristband.
2: Okay, that sounds like a reasonable set of precautions to take. Yeah. Um, it's inclusive. It means people with disabilities and actual medical exemptions can still go, although obviously potentially quite dangerous, but yeah, fair yeah. play.
1: Yeah. So UK Games Expo, yes. quite a bit laxer.
2: Mm, what, like just social distancing, no mask policy?
1: Yeah, so they're not requiring masks. Not at all. They're not requiring masks for attendees and they are not requiring masks for staff. They said staff may choose to wear masks, but they're not required to. Wow. Okay. Um, they have got a reduced capacity, Uh which is, and they're going to have four meter wide aisles and, uh, more space between the open gaming tables. Wow. Yeah. But, um, they're not asking for tests. They sort of like politely request that you do do a test yourself, but they're not going to check on it. So they're not asking for tests. They're not asking for vaccination documentation and they're not asking for masks. Ah, uh, okay. That, well, that
2: is, a, that is a bold set of choices. And that is um, in, that's in like three weeks as well. Three weeks. Mm. Okay.
1: Um, wow. Okay. Well, crikey. Well, I won't be going. No. Well, I wasn't going to be going to any conventions anyway this year. So no, that's, that's not... What, that's not change for me at all. I'm waiting to I, next I mean,
2: year. I actually got my second vaccination jab today, so I could, if I wanted... Go to the uh, UK Games Expo.
1: Are you going you to, go? to go?
2: Because it sounds absolutely horrendous and like <laughs> it'll be a massive super spreader
1: event. it? So, awesome. no. Yeah. But then again, anyway, let's not talk about that. Let's talk about Lone mm. Wolf. Lone
2: Wolf. Mm. Oh, uh, if I recall correctly, a series of role playing game books that you could play sort of solo. In the uh,
0: early
1: nineties, yeah, by Joe Diva, yes, yeah, yes, that's uh, like Joe Diva, who, who I have met a couple of times, is very, he really was a very nice man. In past, I think last year or the April, not long yeah. ago. Um, anyway, so Cubicle Seven have been publishing the Lone Wolf role playing game for mm-hmm. about the last seven years or something, quite a while. Okay, and they've just announced suddenly that they will mm. no longer be publishing it due to some recent unexpected developments.
2: I'm, I'm sorry, we need a dramatic piano thing at this point. <laughs> well, bam,
0: this, bam, bam. this is not
1: dissimilar to the way that the Lord of the Rings license um, ended. I mean, they announced really? in April that the license had been extended and there were new yes, books planned. In
2: April? In April. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, that sounds very So only like
1: two or three months later, suddenly so they're, they're announcing yeah. that, and, and obviously there's probably an NDA, so they can't say more than that, but something's changed, and now they're, uh, they're not going to be doing any more.
2: Well, I don't know. Maybe someone's decided to do like a blockbuster feature film about it.
1: I don't know. Maybe. Well, if you want them, you can grab them from a bundle of holding at the moment. Oh, nice! At a decent price. So <laughs> you, you literally only have probably like you know that opportunity to get them now,
2: and then they're going to disappear. Right. So there we go. Go for so it. So if you're a big fan of Joe Diva's Lone Wolf, pull your boots now.
1: And even if you're not, grab them anyway because they're quite cool. Yeah. Go to charity. Hmm. It's a good cause, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you know the 1980s D and D cartoon.
2: Uh, I think the I think the last time that came up was when we were talking about those Brazilian car ads.
1: Mr. <laughs> Pretty awesome Brazilian car ads, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this weekend, and oh, Daryl's only in in American times.
2: Oh, God, give it, give it, give me it. I could work it out.
1: For... Oh, here we go. No, I'm, I'm, I'm lying completely. He's very kindly included BST. 4pm BST. Oh, there you go. Thank you, Daryl. Thank you, Daryl. Yes. <laughs> Thank exactly. you. Yes. This weekend. I was otherwise going to be very confused. Um, yeah. So they're doing a marathon, live stream marathon on Twitch of the entire series. 27 episodes. 27 episodes mm. again. I didn't even know there were 27 episodes. right huh. well, now you know. If I someone do. asks you in future... You know, a topical quiz type event, perhaps, or uh, or a general conversation. How many episodes of the Dungeons and Dragons TV show uh, there were?
2: I'd still probably go with twenty-four because it's sort of gone in one ear and out the other, and that's
1: you've literally already forgotten.
2: I I know (laughs) it's twenty-seven for now, (laughs) but if you ask me again at the end of this podcast, (laughs) twenty-four.
1: (laughs) <laughs> well, it's um, 27, and you can expected. watch them uh, live. 27 Ooh. episodes. God, that's a heck of a heck
0: of a marathon. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's a lot of uh, old cartoon to watch.
2: Yes, fair enough. Yeah,
0: yeah, or Why not? Hello, your editor Daryl here again. By the time you're listening to this podcast, the live stream event has ended, but it is still available as a video on demand on the official Dungeons and Dragons Twitch page. I've placed a link to go directly to the video in the show notes. I'm not sure how long that link will stay active because there is a time limit on VODs and there's certain rights issues with streaming copyrighted pre-recorded material. However, to my knowledge, it is the only place currently where you can legally stream the D&D cartoon. So, if you missed out on the marathon, but want to check out all 10 hours, 55 minutes, and 41 seconds of it, go now while the video is still live.
1: Do you know, you know, Insider Magazine... Yes. Our yes. magazine, which... e and e- Vida, I like to M5 call it. and Five Vida, yes. yes. Um, which is a weekly um, thing which produces D&D 5th edition content every single week. Just Get issue number 400. God I can't believe we've been doing that for like seven years now. That is a... Uh, that's a good old run. That's a really long time. Anyway, mm-hmm. this one is uh, a large-sized issue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is... Mm-hmm. Basically, Monty Python themed. It's got knights that say funny words. It's got a Vorpal Rabbit, an Enchanter called Tom, um, the uh, Sacred Hand Grenade.
2: Surely the Enchanter should be
1: called Tim. No. Tom?
2: Some some call me Tim.
1: Yes. But this one's called Tom. Okay. This one's called Tom, yes. And it's a, exactly and it's a Vorpal it's right. Rabbit. I and mean, it's a sacred yes. hand grenade,
2: not a holy hand grenade. Do you understand what's happening here? No. Okay.
1: You'll have to explain there to are me. these things called
2: IP laws. So what <laughs> is this about public urination? Could yes, you? yes,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah, okay. <laughs> right. Anyway, <laughs> it's totally free. Was well, I was going with that? Even to people that don't subscribe to Insider, you can download so that.
2: Even if you don't subscribe to Ian, Fivert, Ian Fivert, Insider magazine has some people like to call it. You can get this issue, the four hundredth issue. Mm. Which is completely Monty Python themed. Yes. If such tickles your fancy, you can get it for free. And is there an expiration date?
1: No. So, Although it might die. it might explode in your hands, despite being a it PDF, might. which makes that impossible. But even so, it might. <laughs>
2: if you print out the PDF and hold it in your hands. March's official tabletop <laughs> RPG talk can take no responsibility
1: for any explosions that
2: may
0: occur
2: <laughs> <laughs> on your heads. Bit we warned you. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So you can download that, or, or or not download it. You don't have to download it. It's not compulsory. It's a very silly thing. You don't might not want it. So don't download it. In it fact, on I online, insist yeah. you don't download it now. I don't want you to download it. Nobody download it. Okay. <laughs> Well, you can. Oh, go. You I'll get right on that
2: immediately. <laughs> Anytime people want me to not do a thing, I leap into an action. Yeah. Okay. You don't want that doing? Okay. I will not do the thing.
1: You're welcome. So, a certain, uh, Mr. Keith Baker. Keith Baker. I haven't heard that name for a very long time.
2: <laughs> no, quite recently. <laughs> I was talking with someone about Eberron
1: this morning, in fact. So, okay. he's making. So, he's launching an Eberron Ravenloft crossover supplement. It's coming out next week, mm. in fact. Well, you should get him to play some of this level-up stuff. He might like it. I do. And it's called, I bet you could do some good stuff with that. It's called yeah. Dread Metrol Into the Mists. <laughs> Ooh. It's coming out on Tuesday, July the 13th, which is basically nice. next week. And so far, yeah. uh, there's not an awful lot known about it, but there's yeah. some uh, quite a bit of artwork up, Ooh. which just look rather lovely. Nice. Yeah. So if you like Ravenloft and you like everyone, and you'd like to mash them I, together, and you like Keith Baker... I, I mean, I do
2: like all three of those things. Mm. Yeah, that sounds quite good then. And it's coming out Wednesday, you say?
1: Oh, no, I say Tuesday. You said Tuesday. I did well, say Tuesday.
2: That's me told.
1: I even said so it twice. So
2: that'll be Tuesday 13th of July, yes. if my uh, understanding of new numbers is correct.
1: <laughs> yes. Next Tuesday. I think we might be there in the end of the news, just skimming through. Oh, no, we have not reached the end. Would you like two free D&D oh. adventures from Wizards of the Coast? Oh, go on, then. <laughs> Hit me up with some free D&D. So you know they're doing that uh, Magic the Gathering crossover thing, where they've got the Magic the Gathering Adventures in the Forgotten Realms... Deck.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um We did one about a fifth level adventure. No, an eighth level adventure.
1: Yeah, well, we had, we, had, we said a couple of weeks ago that they were coming. Yes. And there's five of these adventures, and two of them are now available to download. Two,
0: okay.
1: Two. So they're coming out one a week. So yes. So there'll, there'll be another one next week, another one the week after, and another one a week after that. And they're oh. all for levels eight to ten. They're all free PDFs. Nice. So, I think we did mention the first one last week. It was called In Scarlet Flames. Mm-hmm. And the second one is called The Hidden Page. Ooh. Sounds exciting. It does sound exciting. It says Decades ago, a wizard named Sylvine came to the Sword Coast from another plane of existence called Ravnica.
2: I really think they need to start licensing these wizards. It's like unlicensed wizardry leads to so many problems.
1: Um, how do you know she's not licensed?
2: Well, she's from Ravnica, so you know that makes her at best an illegal immigrant. Although I suppose there's no laws against immigrating from Ravnica. How do you know? But yeah, definitely, uh, definitely an unknown alien. Some description.
1: Hmm. But anyway, we digress. Anyway, it's an adventure for four to six characters or eight level. All right, and that's the second
2: of five. Hmm. There's a lot of eight level stuff going around, which yeah. is nice.
1: Yeah. Well, they're, yeah. They're all yeah. All five of them
2: are um uh, for eighth level. Right, right. The top end of the first half of the game is getting a lot of support. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Right. I think now we have managed to finish except no, we haven't. There is still more. There is still more. I am such there a liar. Go. I am such a liar. I can see at least two more things, in fact. Okay. Yes. Would you like to start with Pathfinder or would you like to start with Pattern Oswald? Uh
2: uh-huh. I think I'd like it with Pathfinder first, but I am intrigued by Pathfinder Oswald.
1: Okay, so the Mwangi Expanse. Oh yes, yes. Apparently that's very good. Yes, it's their African-inspired setting yeah. book, and it launched this week, yeah. just like two days ago. Yes, yeah. and it's out. I've seen it I've, is out.
2: Yeah, I haven't seen I haven't seen it myself. Uh, not Pathfinder too much of a player. Uh, but I have heard nice things about. I've it. I've got the table
1: of contents here in front of me. Ooh. And also a little announcement they made about some early errata.
2: Ah, they're good for their errata, aren't they?
1: Yeah, yeah. So the uh, the table of contents shows it's basically a 300-page book, give or take. It's got bestiary in it. It's got mm-hmm. geography. It's got different people of the Mwangi. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, uh, it's a solid, solid, yeah. big, 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 big old book there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, as, as I mentioned, it's African-themed. The slight bit of a raft they announced is um, Grippleys have the wrong ancestry bonuses, the, the wrong Ooh. ability score boosts, and they also there's a line which says that uh, Gripleys are assumed to be savage, simple-minded, or both, which is language the Pizo no longer uses in its products, mm. and it will be removed in further printings. Nice. So that's well, it. Bad. That's the Pathfinder news. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'm tempted, so, even though we've just finished our Pathfinder 2 campaign, and we've started a level up campaign, I'm tempted to pick this one up anyway, because it does look really interesting.
2: Oh, you absolutely should. Hmm. I mean, who knows? We might actually uh, end up going back to Pathfinder 2. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I will at some point. I mean, I, I have to say, I, I, I will not be GMing it, because I'm not smart enough to GM Pathfinder 2. <laughs> but I, I, I enjoy attempting to play it. Uh, with, with a kind, kind GM that, uh, allows me to attempt things that I probably shouldn't in the rules, but mm. yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, okay. So let's go on, get on to Patent Oswald. So, you know, these, yes. uh, this D&D live lighting in a couple of weeks. Um, you do, we'll be talking thing about it with Jack Black <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: and some people. Yeah, it's yeah, a bunch of people. Uh, it's like, they're all like going to comedians with huge personalities and some, some GM who's doing the tables of Ar- Arbia. If I'm pronouncing that it right, it's going to be GMing for them or something. Is that right? Or am I
1: um, well, so we've, there's, mo- there's multiple different te- uh, celebrity games going on now. Oh, goodness. So we already knew about two of them. So yes. the first one had, um, let's call it up. So the first one had uh, Jack Black, Kevin Smith, yes. Reggie Watts, Jason Muse, Lauren Luckis, and DM was Kate Welch. Yep. And that was in the Lost Odyssey last night with dragons, krakens, and a giant Sea Queens. Nice. So that was that game, which was announced back in back in June. Yep. So that's going to be on. Then mm. a couple of weeks ago, they announced one with a bunch of wrestlers. Oh, yes, yes, that's right. Yep. Yep. So this is the Chaos of Carnival Table, and this one mm. features Xavier Woods, Ember Moon, Mace, and Tyler Breeze with... Uh, uh, Arbria Ienga, who's the DM of Critical Role's new Xandria Unlimited show, as the DM. Ooh, so that nice. is also taking place. Yeah, And then finally, they've announced a third. So, I don't know if it's finally, maybe we'll they'll announce another one after this, but they've now announced a third mm. celebrity DD game. Mm. And this one features yep. Dungeon Master B. Dave Waters. Okay. And the players are Patton Oswald, mm-hmm. Nick Payne, or Pine, or Peen, P-E-I-N-E, okay. Marissa Baram, Alison Snyder, and Jacob Houston. Okay. So that... I
2: mean, i got to say this, like, I vaguely heard the name Patton Oswalt, but it doesn't mean a lot to me.
1: Uh, do you know who this is? Uh, Patton Oswalt. Yes. Um, actor and comedian. Okay. A lot of stuff. Um, so this this adventure is uh, The Palace of the Vampire Queen.
2: Nice. That does sound like an interesting story. Hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah and that might be the last one maybe they'll announce another one who knows who knows so this is all taking place uh, it's really it's like two weeks away now I think let's have a quick look at the date the date is July the 16th to the 17th next weekend exciting next weekend and also there'll be loads of announcements so they'll preview yeah. they'll probably pre- well they will definitely preview um, the books that they've already announced Mm-hmm.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Which is uh, remind people they've announced my mind. I've just had a complete black. Um, the the Fey Feywild Witch Light uh, one.
2: Yeah, yeah. There's the Carnival one. Yeah, is that the one you're talking about? Yeah. There's the adventure which is uh, involves a magical carnival. Um, and there is is there a setting book?
1: Uh, there's a quick look. I I, I literally know this. Uh, so the world beyond the Witch Light. That's what it was. Right, And, yes. of course, there was a Strixhaven Curriculum of Chaos.
2: Yes, the Magical... Magic the Gathering, uh, Pseudo-Magical Library, yeah. slash Academ- Academ- Academy... I can say words. Uh, That's a thing as well, yes. That had the one the cool out on.
1: Oh, there's a possibility they might announce that Mysterious October book as well, the one that everyone Ooh. thinks is probably that dragon book by James Wyatt, but it might not be.
0: Yeah,
2: mm, Yes. It may, or may not be. In fact, it might just be deep, deep cover, and actually going to announce sixth edition. It might be. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think they're going to. Do that. I just thought was like that. I'm, incli-
1: yeah. I'm inclined to hope <laughs> not. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I can see that. To be fair, yeah. that, would, that would be an unfortunate time event. Mm. I mean, they would be absolute maniacs to do that. But yeah, we've yeah, right. seen what people do. Anyway, yes. Shall we
1: whip through a couple of very, very quick, quick start, kickstarters, quickstarters, quickstarters. No, kickstarters. We could do the kickstarters and the quickstarters okay. and mash them up together. Okay, so there's a Call of Cthulhu classic from Chaosium. You can get a big box set of Call of Cthulhu rule uh, books, source books. Um, it's, um, it's got five adventures in it, uh, running from sixty-four to eighty pages each. And also right. there's a PDF where these are Call of Cthulhu Second Edition, and they, you can convert those to Seventh Edition with a with a conversion right. PDF.
2: Okay, nice.
1: Which is doing very well. It's at $350,000 at the moment, and it's got two weeks yeah. to go.
2: Got to admire the power of that nostalgia. Yeah.
1: There's the Dying Earth one that we mentioned last week from Goodman Games. Oh, yeah, that's us. Is that doing okay? And that is at $222,000. Goodness. These are very large sums of money we're talking about. Yes. Uh, yeah. There's the Breaker RPG, Cinematic Tabletop RPG System. Hmm. so this is a is that
2: superhero one or am uh, I
1: so it's an original system core rule book um it lets you create your own cinematic settings and tell stories together described as an action movie as an RPG nice hmm are they doing alright they funded uh they are funded yep yep they've done $33,000 they are funded okay
2: so, uh, not as big but still respectable uh,
1: uh, back to basics fanzine hardcover compilation first 10 issues of a quarterly um, fanzine for um, OSR games
2: oh fanzine right yes
1: fanzine sorry yes I know yes. it's another one of those words <laughs> I always I, I think just think <laughs> fanzine sounds better you can certainly think what you like and I'm correct uh, let me tell you if yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. i uh, correct that you can think what you like yes <laughs> sorry uh, no. uh, oh masks of power masks of power masks of power so um, this gives you um, masks that you can make from monsters and what powers they'll grant you for D&D 5th edition apparently ooh, inspired awesome. by Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask and Monster Hunter
2: as in they had a big mask in Mask of Majora and Monster Hunter until you chop monsters up for bits I suppose
1: okay I suppose yeah and there's Spells That's of the fair. Ages Archimatic for D&D 5th edition my one which ends in four days and has well right. funded well.
2: Oh yes. Oh,
1: well hold on. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Very, oh, sorry. very, very sorry. quick shimmy through the kickstarters. Yes. And here we are at the Multiverse Cup quarterfinals. Could there be a bigger event, Gary?
2: Well, there's the Multiverse Cup semifinals, Jerry.
1: Well, oh yes, okay. But the crowd here is enormous.
2: And don't forget there's the Multiverse Cup Finals.
1: Yes, yes, fine, fine, we're it. The third biggest sporting event in the universe. The Multiverse Jerry. The Multiverse, two Titans facing off. The score is equal and we have ten minutes left of play.
2: These two teams are evenly matched, Jerry. We have the Forgotten Realm Squad, captained by Drow, Outcast, Drizzt, Do Arden, versus the Dragonlance team, led by Kaz, the Minotaur. They
1: couldn't be more evenly matched. Drizzt has the ball now, passing to his old rival, the Assassin Artemis Entrary.
2: Rivals at home, Jerry, but allies when their world calls them to their duty.
1: Indeed, Gary, Entrary is approaching the goal. The crowd is going wild! Dragonlance's goalkeeper, Lord is standing, motionless, in the centre of the goal. Can he save Quinn from defeat?
2: Here it comes, Jerry. Intrary is alone. The nearest defender is 30 feet behind him.
1: He has a clear shot, and... A wall of ice has appeared, blocking the goal! Intrary's shot was on target, but it was blocked!
2: Soth is a death knight, Jerry, and ice walls are one of his many powers. Still, he can only do
1: it once per day. Dragon answers Tika Wayland now has the ball. She's running up the pitch, laying about with her, uh... Is that a frying pan? I think
2: that's a skillet, Jerry. What's the difference? I have no idea, Jerry. Oh, well,
1: she's past the halfway line. Between her and the gold of the wizard Elminster and the vampire von Ranzarevich.
2: It certainly is a strong defensive line, Jerry. She will have her work cut out for her.
1: Uh, Zarovich is from Ravenloft, isn't he, Gary? He is, Jerry, but
2: his grandmother on his mother's side has a cousin from the Forgotten Realms.
1: Ah, right you are, Gary. I've forgotten about the offside grandmother
2: rule. Takeaway is lining up with the gold and... And Zarevich is... Wait, is, is, is he turning into a wolf?
1: Some kind of big dog, at least, Gary. After all, football is just one giant game of fetch, when you think about it.
2: And he's... Belting it out of the ball in ball form. He's
1: got it! He's got the ball! Good doggy! Good doggy! Oh! And now he's bringing it back. Yeah, he's, he's brought it back to Waylon and dropped it at her feet. She looks confused, but she's a professional. She lines up the shot and... No! Goal! <sighs> and Dragonlance takes the lead. The fans are deafening. With just five minutes left on the clock, the realms will have their work cut out if they want to equalise.
2: Uh, Jerry, I can see that the realms are making a substitution. Fechner is coming off, and... And it's Tiamat! The five-headed dragon queen is docking out onto the pitch, much to the fans' approval.
1: And uh, Dragon Balance is bringing on a replacement too, Gary. They're taking off his band the Fabulous and bringing on! Who is that? Uh, uh, I believe it's Tasselhoff Burford, Jerry. A uh, Kenda? They're bringing on a Kenda? What are they thinking?
2: The ball's back in play, passing around, silver hand. Zaknifin, Battlehammer, Placklock, Back to Silverhand, Manshun, Minsk, and Timat has the ball. She's thundering down the centre of the pitch. The defenders are scrambling to intercept. What is that Kenda doing? Uh, he appears to be just standing there and uh, calling her names. I think Jerry. He's taunting her. Oh, yes, yes. As you know, the Kenda are famed for their ability to taunt their foes until they lose control of their emotions. It's
1: working, Gary. Tiamat has abandoned the ball and directed all five furious heads directly at Burford. She does not look happy.
2: The King Crusader of Star has the ball. Dragonlance is back in possession. Kitiara, Riverwind, Parsadian, Briblade, Bloodblade,
1: Feminard! Less than a minute left, Gary. All Dragonlance has to do is keep possession and it'll all be over for the realms.
2: Right, Jerry, except for a last minute miracle, I cannot see the realms salvaging this
1: one. I agree, Gary. Wait, wait, something's happening.
2: Something certainly is, Jerry. The skies are tearing themselves apart. Volcanoes are exploding. Wars are breaking out all across the land. It's
1: a sundering, Gary!
2: A Sundering, Jerry?
1: They needed a miracle. And what they have here is an entire campaign setting reboot. The Forgotten Realms will be changed forever. Uh, Haven't they had one of these before? Ah, too, Gary. This must be the third Sundering. And what a Sundering it is. Look, it has a tie-in novel series, a video game, three comic books, a new edition of D&D, and a range of plushy toys. The fans will not be happy about
2: this turn of events, Jerry.
1: Well... To be fair, Dragonance has put out seven Cataclysms and twelve Dragon Wars in the tournament. And let's best not mention that Danians with the Dragonance Fifth Age Saga system rules, Gary.
2: <laughs> You're right, as usual, Gary.
1: <sighs> it's just enough to turn the tide, Gary. The realms have the miracle they need. Loth has the ball. She's taking a shot, and it's a goal! Lord Soth was too busy moping in the corner to even attempt a save.
2: And Eternity, Cursor and Death, reliving the night of you and doing, will do that,
1: Jerry. That it will, Gary. And there goes the final whistle. It's a draw. The Forgotten Realms and Dragonlance will be deciding this quarterfinal with a penalty shootout.
2: Next, next new Who is in the other multiverse quarterfinals, Jerry?
1: Let's see. On Tuesday, we have Marvel vs. DC. On Friday, it's Star Wars vs. Star Trek. And last week, we had those old enemies, EastEnders vs. Coronation Street. It's a
2: beautiful game, Jerry. It's a beautiful game.
1: Hey, so Peter, I was, uh, I was walking down the road the other day and uh, I saw this bunch of really cool, good-looking people. Cool.
2: Good looking That could only
1: be our patrons. Yep. Man, I have never seen such a well-informed debonair bunch in all my life. Yeah, right. You know, why is that? I don't know. You tell me.
2: Well, if I was forced to speculate, I guess it's because they listen to our top-secret, super-exclusive bonus episode every week. Bonus episode? What? Yeah. Each week, our patrons get an extra half-hour, or even more, of extra content that nobody else gets to hear.
0: Wow!
1: That's amazing! Where can they find this?
2: Oh, it's pretty simple. You just head over to patreon.com slash morris, and pledge a monthly donation. Anything from a dollar to whatever you think we're worth.
1: I did a uh, a scientific calculation once just to see how much we're worth. Oh yeah, how much? Uh, You probably don't want to know. Probably for the best. Anyway, if you you enjoy our podcast, please head on over to patreon.com slash morris and, you know, just pledge a little. That's
2: patreon.com slash morris. And thank you so much for your support. We
1: couldn't do this without you. I reckon we could. Shh. Right, so, for yeah. our topic this week,
2: I thought we oh, I, I was I was going to say, actually, we seem to have gotten some important Level Up news. Mm-hmm. Like, stuff that I'm actually really quite genuinely excited about. Mm-hmm. I, I love the look of blanking <laughs> on <from> your face. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's a blog post, the Level Up blog has just announced that there's going to be electronic support, obviously including PDFs, but also Roll20 support for Level Up. Oh, right. And yes. I'm like, yeah, that is... That's actually, for me, a fairly big deal.
1: Yes, someone's working on the Roll20 character sheet as we speak. Nice. When I say as we speak, they might not actually be doing it as we speak, but uh, within the same sort of of time period as this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so um, for our topic this week, I thought we could take a look at all of the D&D adventures that Wizards of the Coast has revealed so far. Ooh, nice. So to keep it simple, just the adventures. So none of the monster books, none of the rule books, just the adventures. Mm. And look at their Amazon ratings mm-hmm. and count them in order from top to bottom or bottom to top, whichever, whichever you prefer of their Amazon ratings. Yeah, all right. Do you want to go? Do you want to go top to bottom, best to worst, or worst to best? Or oh, let's say it's best for last. What's the worst D D book okay. out there? Well, before we do this, so. If you look at Amazon ratings as they are, most most of the things have sort of like between two and 5,000 reviews. There's a site which you can run an Amazon page through. Uh, the site is called sort of like ReviewMeta.com. And what it will do is it will, and I don't n- really know how it works, but mm-hmm. it renews all suspicious looking reviews. Okay. So, um, these are reviews that they can't verify that the person bought it or reviews that it looks at yeah. the person's, um, patterns it's of reviews elsewhere and stuff.
2: Well, uh, full of copy copypasta or something like that, I yeah. guess. Or whatever, right. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, because yeah. Amazon is kind of notoriously full of fake reviews. Yes,
2: yes, it's true. It's uh, got some very bad reviews on there, and they're not bad as in the yeah. critical, they're bad as in they just aren't right. So,
1: so basically okay. we've got two separate sets of scores here, so which one would you like to use? I don't mind, we could use the straight Amazon scores or we can use the scores after they've been put through this filter. Well I think in the interest of accuracy we should use the post filter scores. Okay, with a caveat, I, mean, I don't know exactly how all that works, and I'm not necessarily saying it is definitely correct, but
2: they put it in a magic box <laughs> yeah, and some numbers yeah, came out, yeah, yeah, yeah. and we were very pleased. Mm. Yes. Okay, then. So, okay, you wanted best or worst, did you say? Uh, Saving the best for last. So, worst first. Worst is... Yes? Candlekeep Mysteries. Oh. Which surprised me.
1: I thought it would be one of the Dragon Queen ones.
2: Well, that wasn't my happy noise. That was my surprise noise. Mm -hmm. Wow, Candlekeep Mysteries is the worst reviewed one. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do we know why?
1: Um, Well... Let's have a quick look. So, Candlekeep Mysteries has had 2,133 reviews. Okay, and what, what, what say, Although it is the worst, everything has a high okay. score. There's, okay. no, there's nothing on oh, Amazon right. that says that's terrible. So, it's the worst so, of.
2: So, this isn't a two star review we're talking about. This is a lot more of an average review. This is like it's got
1: like a B minus as opposed oh. to an A plus. So, right, 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 okay. yeah, so, yeah, so, it's not. Okay. So, yeah, it's not a
2: full five star review. Where we say the worst. We should caveat that by saying it's like, got, what, three, four stars, something like that, three and a half? Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, okay. um, Candlekeep Mysteries yeah. has got the worst reviews. It's also got the least number of reviews so far, but it is the most recent one. Yes, yes, yes. But there is some suspicion I've seen said online that it might have been slightly review bombed.
2: Oh yes, yes, because it has people of colour and women and other large I, I, I think it was because up, it maybe? had a
1: dungeon with ramps in it for wheelchairs. Mm-hmm. I think that was the main point of contention. The concept of a ramp was deemed yes.
2: unsuitable for a fantasy game. Yeah, huh? I wonder how the hell do you think carts got to places that needed steps of wine? Anyway, um, uh, so whatever.
1: Um, anyway, I don't know if on it on has. Course, I don't know if it has been reviewed, but that's just what I've seen. Huh. That's what I've seen mentioned online explaining why that's got such a low score.
2: Well, we've got, we've got, we've got uh, so. What so, what is the low score that it has? Um, Four point two. Four point two. Well I well, told you all of these
1: are basically <laughs> within yeah. a twenty okay. range.
2: Right, right. I mean I am like But uh, this is
1: after this is after a lot of the suspicious reviews have been removed, so it would have been right. lower, I think. Mm, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I That's kind of keep mysteries. So the next lowest, and then we then we got one that I'm not surprised by because um the next two so Princess of the Apocalypse is, is the next, and then Horde of the Dragon Queen above that. Neither uh, I, of those were particularly well-reviewed or received, I don't think.
2: I mean, Prince of the Apocalypse has been revealed to me by certain listeners, and they know who they are, uh, to have an invisible river in it, a river that does not appear on any maps, hmm. <laughs> um, which has led to the GM saying, oh, it's the invisible river, and being mocked soundly by their players for the subsequent several years. Yeah. Hold the Dragon Queen. It's a tricky one because it was being produced at basically the same time as the player's handbook was being mm. written. Yeah. So that yeah. is going to be a hard ask. Uh, I quite enjoyed it, but they had some very strange ideas in it, I feel. Mm.
1: So I, I haven't played either of those, but I've read them both. Yes. Um, Prince of the Apocalypse, the theme, isn't really to my taste, or the Dragon Queen is more so. But that was, yeah. uh, was that Cobalt Press, Someone to say? Yes, Cobalt yeah. Press for...
2: Uh, Horde of the Dragon Queen, um, and like I say, it's, it's full of interesting stuff. It's just like when you're a level one party and someone says, "Now fight this blue dragon," the correct response is "No, mm. hell no," or "No." Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what are you thinking? I mean, I was like, ah, "Let's let's do it." What's mm. the worst that can happen? We have to make new characters. Shame. Um.
1: <laughs> the next one up is Rhyme of the Frost Maiden. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's another uh, one I haven't seen, so I can't I can't tell yeah. you whether that's good or bad. Have you seen that no. one? I've
2: not played it myself. I know a lot of people are still playing it in many ways. Mm. Uh,
1: yeah, it's, it's
2: not that old. So sl- it's latest uh, season. I mean, oof. when did it come out? 2019, I think. So maybe no, it was last year, I wasn't was it? Was it 20? Mm. I don't think it was. Yeah, 20. I think it was 2020. 2020. I think so. Um, okay. I think it's last year. Fair enough. You 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 have it in front of you. You will know better than I. Um, but yeah uh it's possible some people may not have finished
1: playing yet so awesome. uh, yeah yeah um, then we got Dragon Heist there's mm. uh, st- Dragon Heist yes yeah. which is not a Dragon
2: Heist well, there's no dragons and there's no heist <laughs> so <laughs> I, I mean, quite frankly, it's failing the guest Kickstarter game test,
1: and it's only levels <laughs> one to five as well, which I think disappointed quite a few people.
2: Yeah, uh, and it's got a lot of it's a it's an experimental book. I like the experimental nature. If it, like if it, if it had actually been a seasons. Dragon
1: Heist, it would have been
2: amazing. But yeah, I mean, you could get a lot more forgiveness for actually being what you called it. <laughs> <Yes>. yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah. Yeah. So does that mean Dungeons and Math Mage is up next?
1: Uh No, no, no. Oh, Descent into Avernus is next. Really? Descent okay. into Avernus, yeah. Wow, people do not like the original stuff, do they? Uh. Well, to be fair, remember all of these still are getting good scores.
2: That's true. So the original stuff is just, not... kind of relative,
1: relative to each other.
2: That's it, sorry, my bad.
1: Yeah. I mean, what I think what this does say is that Wizard of the Coast produces a fairly consistent
2: good Ooh, quality, quality of stuff.
1: yeah. And it doesn't vary an awful lot, but it does a little bit. Yeah. Mm. So, so Descent to Inver- into Avernus was uh, was that one.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then Storm King's mm. Thunder.
2: okay. I hear that it's one right. is quite hard to GM because it's such a massively open world campaign.
1: Mm. Well, we're about halfway
2: through the list now, so... Yeah. I think maybe because it didn't really start until level six and there's mm. a fair bit of filler. But all anyway, right, I'm sorry, I interrupted.
1: Okay, carry on. Uh, Rise of Tiamat is next.
2: Oh, that, that was a good one. Um, that's obviously the secret to Horde of the Dragon Queen, mm. and we uh, played it.
1: Yeah. It's kind of hard to separate it from Horde of the Dragon Queen, really, yeah? That kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, They're two parts of the same adventure, really, aren't
2: they? Yeah, basically, yeah.
1: But it did significantly better than Horde of the Dragon Queen. It's more popular than it, so... I
2: think that's just the benefit of having been polished, and it's actually one of the very few high-level adventures. And having a team, it? If things go wrong, yes. <laughs> But I think we topped out at level sixty on that one, so mm. that was a good shout. Mm.
1: So then we get into what are ostensibly the good ones, then the, the sort of cream oh. of the crop. These are the, these are sort of highly recommended ones, right? Okay. So, Ghosts of Saltmarsh. Okay, so the reprints
2: of the old material because that was a collection of. Uh, previous systems
1: all updated for 5E, yeah yeah, 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 So it was old, it was old, um, adventures updated, yeah.
2: I think probably the thing that's made it really good is also those optional rules for naval settings, mm. um, and like naval combat and just being able to play around
1: on the coast. Yeah, and the fact that as soon as the secret of Goldmark goes, blah, blah, blah. Sinister, sea- sinister secret. Oh, God, of God I, Marsh. I cannot say that. Sinister secret. secret-, secret- okay. salt- the- <laughs> Scooby
2: Doo and the Ghost of salt Marsh.
1: right? Yeah, so Sco- it's a Scooby Doo episode. Yeah, okay, right, let's move on yeah. before I try to say it again. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> I cannot say that. I, I do like worse. sinister secrets. of... Oh God! Stop trying to say You'll it. Me, that, Russ. Just call it. <laughs> right. We just got a Scooby you school bot. It's fine. We'll tell you <laughs> But I said slowly sinister secrets of salt marsh. There we go. Woo! Wait, did it? Yay! Get Russ. I can talk. I can do words. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> okay. So next. Yes. We're at number five now. Mm-hmm. Dungeon of the Mad Mage. Okay. Yeah.
2: I, I suppose uh, I, I was saying it might not have done as well earlier, but thinking about it, it's actually like uh, Rise of the Dragon Queen, one of those few things that goes up into the second half of the D&D game.
1: Well, that actually goes up to 20, that one, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just a big mega dungeon. It's not super plot yeah, heavy, but, but it's, but it's, it's but kind it's of cool, and each it's level is just something thing. totally different. And-,
2: and you can spin off it, you can insert it into your campaign's, You've got, it's quite a flexible tool. Um, again, a lot of reprinting of old material, but they're pretty damn big. i must mm. say that for
1: it. Okay. So number four. Yes. We have Tales from the Yawning Portal. Hmm.
2: Okay. Uh, again, another anthology. Yeah. But it has some of those real classics. Uh, Forge of Fury. Um, and my, one of my personal favorites, uh, oh, what's it? The Oecho Temple one? A plot a I don't I remember. It, it's very Aztec-y slash inquiry. I'm uh, just like, I I just I just enjoy it. Mm.
1: Okay, mm. number three. This yeah, is the it's... one that uh, I think Green Ronin did for them, Out of the Abyss. Oh, okay. The one yeah. set in the Underdark with a lot of kind of whimsy and fairy tales sort of Alice in Wonderlandy sort of feel to it.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. And, I never
1: had a chance to play that one
2: So, um, or even read it. So,
1: yeah. I, I like that one quite a lot. Mm. I do like that wow. one. Wow.
2: Okay, that's really interesting because I'm not hearing one of my personal favourites' names mentioned, which means it's placed quite well.
1: Well, my favourite is next,
2: Curse of Strad. Ah, yes, I re- that is also my. That's my second favourite. So, yeah. You know. I really enjoyed that, and i am just mm. like to say I, I, I want to run that at some point, but... Uh, anyway, I've
1: said I've like said, I've said, I've said it before on the show, but basically yeah. I like it when they take a theme and run with it, rather than just having a sort of generic Forgotten Arms adventure, so mm. that's why I like some of the setting books they've done as well, which are just like, you know, strongly themed. Yes. But of Strat is definitely my favourite one. Yeah, the
2: I, think I think it's got a very strong theme, but there's like those problematic elements like the representations or minority groups, which... They've updated that. Been, they haven't yeah, tested, changed all so, that.
1: Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I ran that one, and I had to completely rewrite Stride himself, because, yes. uh, for, I mean, my my, my party ran into him about halfway through the adventure, and were basically oh. clearly going to kill him in, like, three rounds without any effort mm. whatsoever. Yes. By the end of the adventure, they'd have just done it, as like, in one round really easily, so I totally yeah. had to rewrite him.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, that seems to be a fairly common thing,
1: mm. but, but yeah,
2: um, I remember when played it as part of a 24-hour game, which I still talk about to this day, obviously, um, it was a, there was a lot of, oh god, there's cattle ravenloft on the hill, stay away from it, it's full of vampires! They <laughs> <laughs> were like scuttling around on the on the back roads, going go, 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 go. Keep away from Strahd
1: before he spot <laughs> <Talking>, us. <laughs> talking of Curse of Strahd, you know what I saw today? This really awesome thing. There's these oh. sort of 3D oh. battle map, animated battle maps, which are made with the Unreal Engine, which a company's putting out, and they've done a load oh. of them for Curse of Strahd, like the entire castle, and the village of Barovia, and all the different locations, and they're, um, they, I'm not quite sure how Fine. you use them. Apparently, you can use them with virtual tabletops. I'm not quite sure how, but they look amazing.
2: That sounds gorgeous. That might be a GM Forge job. And they, pre-
1: they preview them by means of um, YouTube videos. So I'm not totally sure how you use these with uh, virtual tabletops, but they say you do. I mean, how awesome okay. is that?
2: Oh, wow. Okay, I'm just having a look at the Death House one. Mm, wow.
1: And these are directly based off the maps in the adventures.
2: Wow. Okay. So just to sum up what those look like to me um these look like resources for someone who is going to do a computer role playing game
1: well they use the unreal um, engine don't they so yeah yeah so but they're not they're lot. designed for use with virtual tabletops that's what their blurb says yeah. they've got a couple I, of videos up there with tutorials on how to do that which i haven't watched so i couldn't tell you how that works but apparently I mean i got
2: i got to say, if I was, like, doing, like, an on... I don't even know how you do it, but, like, some sort of online session where you've got a multiplayer VR, mm. I mean, this is... Oh, I mean, I don't know what to say, man. It's, like, it sort of opened up... It's sort of, like, we have seen a glimpse behind the curtain of, like, a future of gaming mm. where it's possible to go Stunning, and, you know,
1: aren't they? Absolutely stunning. They, they,
2: well, that's the thing. It's, like, like you could actually feel like you're there. Mm. And you're not worried about your character sheet. You're just rude about what it is you can actually do. And, yeah, I mean it sounds, it looks very, very cool. Mm. So, but I, I don't think there's anything in place to support gaming with it, but
1: I could be wrong. Well, They've got videos on how to integrate them with uh, Roll20, wow. Foundry, and I yep. think um, Fantasy Grounds? I think, nice. I'm not sure. But they have, yeah, they, they can be used in some way. Mind blown. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. That's amazing. It is amazing. It is amazing. Anyway, so that's number two, Curtis struck mm. Yes. Which means Number one is Go on, I try well, it's got guess. to be It's <laughs> got
2: to be the tomb of the sorry, the tome, the tomb of Annihilation. Tomb. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It is in fact the tomb of annihilation. I mean, I've been practically begging people to let me run this for them for absolutely ages. Uh, Bro, you've ba- ba- you managed to
1: persuade some people to let you now. <laughs> <laughs> nah,
2: I have suckers.
1: <laughs> 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 Just, I <don't> <laughs> Tomb of Annihilation is a numero uno, number one. The best review.
2: I mean, it's got a lot of things like The Exploration, which lends to quite heavily in uh, Descent into the Abyss. But, yeah, it's got a whole hex map to explore. There is a lot of very interesting stuff. A wide variety of murderous plants. And i got to say, I, I do have a soft spot from a murderous plant.
1: So if we take that filter off just very quickly... The one wow. that removes all the questionable reviews and just look wow. at the straight scores on Amazon. I'm just yeah, going to go I just just really super quick. I'm just going to read yeah, yeah. straight down the list. So best to worst. Are there any variances? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Completely different list. So best to worst. Yes. Curses okay. draft. Yes. Ice Dale Rhyme with the Frost Maiden. Waterdeep mm-hmm. Dragon Heist, bizarrely. Oh, Border's Gate descent into Avernus. Oh, Tomb of Annihilation. Right. Waterdeep Dungeon of the Mad Mage. Mm-hmm. Ghost of Salt Marsh. Mm-hmm. Tales from the Yawning Portal. Ooh. Out of the Abyss. Mm-hmm. Storm of King's Thunder. Yeah. Rise of Tiamat. Mm-hmm. Candlekeep Mysteries still low. Mm-hmm. Horde of the Dragon Queen still low. And Princess of mm-hmm. the Apocalypse still low. Okay. Huh. Well. Yep. Yeah. So it's a, it's a different I, list, but you know. Yeah. Not entirely same, <laughs> Well, I also wanted to just, like, mention some of the re- Amazon reviews. Oh, go on then. So, I mean, you know, like, Amazon reviews famously, half the time, they're not reading, they're not reviewing the product, product that they've yeah. been sold, yeah. So, they're, they're saying, one star, the
2: package was very scuffed when it got to me.
1: <laughs> so, this is thanks to Galandris on my site who picked out some of the more interesting ones just for a laugh. And these mm-hmm. were all on Candlekeep. Okay. Specifically. Really? So... Number one, the D&D logo is off-centred. Three stars. <laughs> Sorry. Mm. Number two, the DM was insulted by players because the map he used in VTT was black and white from the book and this wasn't acceptable. Two stars.
2: Okay, <laughs> I obviously that expression isn't something that translates readily into um, a audio format rather than the visual one, but can I just say that is that is an extraordinary level of entitlement. Okay. Be grateful that you have anything and someone's okay. taking
1: the time their, their time to actually do something for okay, you. Okay, how about this one? The book is Bolshevik <laughs> and Marxist propaganda one
0: star.
1: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: oh, I haven't laughed this hard since I found that A that someone called us cultural oh, Marxist dear. and B what a cultural Marxist was <laughs>
1: Okay. Can they The Amazing. book was wet from the rain. One star. <laughs> 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 oh, the next one. Uh, the parent of the children who uh, who played this book this game fondly remembers their own grandmother, five stars. <laughs> What? (laughs) Yeah, sure. Reviewed to my grandmother as a review.
2: (laughs) My my grandmother was awesome. Five stars for your book for reminding
0: me (laughs) of that.
1: Why not? not? Take it, take it, take it, run, run. The book doesn't have enough magic items compared to Tales of the Yawning Portal. Three stars.
2: Uh, I don't know. Just make your own up if you want. That's what I
0: do.
1: Someone says their copy arrived in a perfect state but knocked off one star because he usually gets misprints when buying from Amazon. Oh, why would you do that to my brain? What? (laughs) So it was perfect condition. They normally
2: get misprints. So knocking on one star off this, but yeah, Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, yeah. You you go
1: nuts, mate. You go nuts. And finally, someone praised the quick delivery five stars. (laughs) (laughs) So they basically reviewed their mail carrier.
2: They they were delighted that they got this book.
1: So um, we've got a review. Uh, we've got a review of a mail carrier. Someone reviewed their own grandmother and gave them five stars. That's off. Get Someone that some reviewed the weather. Yes, <laughs> which was terrible. And Am- put <laughs> And this is why you should always ignore Amazon review ratings.
2: I mean, I'd like to have a look at them just to see because sometimes the good reviews are like they're like really enthusiastic. I'm like ah, well I'm glad you liked it but that sounds terrible I will in no way enjoy this so I do like to read the reviews they, always give fa- they can give valuable information mm. and even the one-star reviews are like oh okay, you gave this one-star because your book was wet yes <laughs> bombs are raining. <laughs> it was <laughs> yeah. yeah well this is fa- again, it's all about valuable information you know <laughs> well, yeah well.
1: well anyway, I think that's it that's the show for the week I think we're done Alright. bye just go to patreon.com slash morris. If you're interested in his babbling nonsense, you can follow at morris on the Twitter. Send your emails to Podcast at gmail.com. Not all of your emails, just the ones you want us to see. That's it. I'm bored now. You can go away. Shoo, off you go. Goodbye. Get out of here. And here we are at the multicup. Multi cup. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs>